Hey, what's up, guys? Here we are back at it for the Brew Chat Podcast. This is episode 303. We got Ian here. So you know him from In Chaos We Trust, the uh, you know, other show we do where we grip about news and hot topics and political bullshit. And uh, we've also got Justin Lewis with us. He's been on the show before, what, like maybe a month and a half, two months ago, I guess? Uh, yeah, like two months ago, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, so before we get to that, I want to remind you to get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. It's a great spot. It's right there off Old Jotty, so if you're coming home or passing through town or whatever, you can stop in there and get what you need for your bar, liquor cabinet, your wine cellar or your beer fridge. It's a great spot. They've also got uh, like mixers and stuff like that. Pretty much everything you need because Ian and I have been stocking up our home bars. And they, yeah, they've got mixers and like I said, everything you need. So again, that's Riverside Wine and Spirits on Manufacturers Road. Get on down to Merchants on Main. Great little haberdashery of a shop right there on Main Street. I've got some photography in there. Go check them out. Uh, and then brewchat.com slash store. You can help us pay some bills by getting a t-shirt or something like that. Uh, the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. There's other great beer podcasts there. And then uh, I guess I'll cross-promote this because it still helps. Is uh, Yeah, ExpressVPN slash trust if you need a VPN. So that is for the other show, but I'll promote it here because that's a good show that we do. And uh, who doesn't want good deals? Uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's all we got. So I'm gonna hit the switch here and I guess we'll pour some beers and get into it. Myself out there. I thought I had it. I didn't. But welcome. How's it going? Hope everybody's doing all right. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, we're here with Justin Lewis. Hello. And uh, Ian Sharp, who you guys know. What's up? Uh, so, yeah, how are you guys doing? Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, glad that it's uh, September 1st. Yeah. 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 What's up with September? Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're yeah. coming up on the 10 year anniversary of uh, 9-11. Yeah. Always remember, never forget. And the, uh, the 10 yeah. year. Mm-hmm. It's officially funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's been funny for a long time. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like uh, if you guys have been following along, I'm gluten free now because it makes my tummy rumble. But Ian here can still drink beer, and so can Justin. But right now we're drinking some cocktails that Ian made. What is this? This is a, a melon uh, or a, a mango mai tai. Mm. It's a mai tai, but instead of simple syrup like you're supposed to use, I added a mango syrup, and it's uh, it gives it just a little bit of an extra kind of like desserty sweetness. But I mean, yeah. I think it I think it pushes it over the top. I, it's it's not what I want to drink all the time, but it's a nice like. Like after dinner dessert kind of drink, I mm-hmm. think. It's uh it's insanely good. Uh and I am not a Mai Tai fan. Oh man. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything before you made it. And I was like, eh, cause I mean, fuck it, I'll try anything sixteen times. Mm-hmm. Um 
And yeah, no, that was uh, that was exceptional. It's I'm, very, I'm, very good. I'm really happy with my Mai Tais. I think yeah, I think it's all it's I mean, there's it's it's one of those cocktails that has so many ingredients that I think it, that's what it comes down to is what you put into it. And I think yep. I, I got I got lucky and, and picked out some good stuff. I mean, Appleton Estate is a good rum. I didn't know El Dorado was good, but you were singing its praises mm-hmm. before the show. Yeah, man, it's so dank. And this uh, Naranja or Naranja, I don't know how you say it. It's N A R. Naranja, I think that's oranges. Mm-hmm. In yeah, it Spanish, just means orange. Right? Okay, yeah, just yeah. Orange. that's uh, that's the uh, orange liqueur I went with. Your, the um, the recipe that I, I found calls for a dry curacao, but I couldn't find any when I was looking. Um, it's also got lime juice and is it? I don't know if it's orjo or orjot. It's orjo. I, I've I've heard both. Um, and then you know, of course, a sprig of mint to tickle your nose while you're sipping on it. And I think it's a it's a Quality drink. Um, I'm 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 happy with it. It's kind of ruined my life because I'm drinking so much of them. Uh, <laughs> I drink like three and then I taste it for the next three days. And it's like I I don't know if that's alcoholism creeping in. Like you want another one. You want another one, don't you? Don't you taste it? Do it. But uh, I'm a, I'm able to resist. And you know I I usually I drink on the weekends and then I'll drink like today's Wednesday, so I'll make one today. Mm. Well, it's podcasting. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, it's very tasty. It. For those listening, since uh, this is an auditory experience and not a flavor experience, it kind of reminds me of uh, like nectar. Yeah, is what it reminds me. It's like sort Straight of up. thick, a little bit like that. Here's what I'll do: if you uh, join the In Chaos We Trust Discord and remind me, I'll post my recipe there, and mm. you can, that way you can make it. Dope. That'd be good to have. We should make a drinking thing on there for Hell stuff yeah. like that. I'm yeah. into that. Yeah. And that'll probably end up just getting promoted on here as also mm-hmm. brew chats. I'm just trying to find reasons to, to herd people that direction. <laughs> yeah, it's a, we don't just talk about uh, like political and news bullshit. Like today, we talked yeah. about wrestling wrestlers who become actors. Yeah, you want to hear the hot take I made? Is uh, so I've been watching some wrestling with him and Bryant uh, whenever it's on. I don't know shit about it. I've not followed wrestling ever, but. I'm entertained and I get to hang out with some buddies, eat some good food and like, you know, I'm entertained. I have tended to follow wrestlers like anytime they've entered the mainstream into like movies and stuff. I've always really liked them. John Cena, The Rock, uh, Dave Batista, And that's who we were talking about. And that was my hot take was that I'm sad. I just started like kind of paying attention to wrestling when I've not been able to see Dave Batista wrestle because I think he's a better actor than The Rock. Like, he takes it way more seriously as a craft, where The Rock essentially just plays the... And I like The Rock, but he essentially just plays The Rock in his movies. Dave Bautista, like, goes method with it. Dude, well, and Dave Bautista in in fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, man, he has, like, what, ten lines in each movie? But... Every all all ten of those fucking lines mm-hmm. are are perfect, and like every time he, well, a you know he just that's he's one of those guys that just looks cool as shit, you know, mm-hmm. makeup or not. Like Dave Bautista just is like a cool looking dude. He looks like a fucking action figure, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but like, no, you you're absolutely right. Uh, he gets fucking absolutely method about yeah. that fucking character. Like you totally forget that it's him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just wonder if he brought that into the wrestling world because it's like the rock. I, I can, really I can see wrestling 
And especially John Cena, like I think John Cena's hilarious, but a lot of John Cena's acting kind of has that same sort of uh what what is that? It's not a cab. What is the term? Kfib. 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 Well, I was it's almost like John Cena still has that in the roles he acts in mm-hmm. where he's just like, well, <laughs> you know, that sort of I don't know, like that's all of this characters he plays, which works for him. But Dave Bautista is actually fucking acting. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. Uh, every every time he delivers one of those one liners, I laugh my fucking dick off. Yeah, like, it's he's it's perfect. I mean, I I didn't love Army of the Dead, but I, I thought he was fine in it. It wasn't. Yeah. It, he wasn't any of the bad part of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, which that movie wasn't terrible. It just wasn't. It wasn't great. It was Aliens. It was the exact same plot from Aliens. Yeah, or, you you, I think are the one that opened my eyes to that, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, go back and watch <laughs> watch Aliens, and then watch Army of the Dead back to back, and they're the same movie. They hit all the same beats. It yeah. is literally the same movie, just a man. Different- that happens so much, dude. You need to tell Sammy down at Barley. You need to tell her that because after you told me that, I told her that because she was talking about. I was like, you know, it's just aliens. That's what Ian told me. <laughs> she was like, nah. And I never followed up with her because I didn't have like <laughs> I hadn't watched it enough to, and I have not watched Aliens enough either to be like, oh Wait, yeah, all right, this, so this, and this. Aliens, like specifically the second movie in the Aliens. It's all literally right. the same plot. All right, like. Yeah. It's wildly the exact same plot. That's funny. Yeah. It's like, but instead of, uh, so Ash is, in, instead of whatever, uh, on LV 421 or whatever meteor or planet they were on that base station that they had, that the unit had to go infiltrate yeah, with Bill yeah. Paxton and them instead of that, it's just Las Vegas. Hmm. And, uh, and you've got a team, you've even got parodies of characters in aliens, like the That's Hispanic funny. chick that has the red, bandana on her forehead and uh, like, uh god yeah, doesn't I've she have a, like a super fucking stereotypical and she's, and she's uh, kind name. of butch and yeah. uh, has a big machine gun yeah yeah, yeah. oh god it's yeah. like it's the 90s thing yeah and oh. i i en- i enjoyed army of the dead but yeah it is that it just is what it is man those 90s composite characters yeah this uh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really funny. I was uh, when I was gonna uh, mention to be cheeky uh, how uh, quaint it was that you guys run a uh, political podcast show and are into wrestling. <laughs> I, well, it's it's I'm, I'm in the same boat that he is. Like I don't I don't produ- I don't go out of my way to watch it. Right. But my roommate loves it, and so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. and we have an arrangement like. We live in a three bedroom and we pay the same rent and I get one of the extra bedrooms. It's kind of my like studio, I guess, for lack of a better word, where I do all my mini painting and uh, where I'm going to hopefully start doing some Twitch streaming and stuff like that. Um, It's just sort of my office. Um, And he, you know, he understands he gets to benefit from that as well because he plays in all my D&D games. And so it works out. But the trade off is that he kind of gets the living room in that same respect. Like if there's ever something he wants to watch. I, I just have to deal with it, you know? So like yeah. anytime re- he watches everything wrestling, like anytime wrestling is on TV, doesn't matter what I'm doing. We're watching wrestling. Um, and it's fine. I don't mind. I mean, mostly I'm just watching YouTube garbage anyway. So I'm not really that upset about it. And usually I've got like a little mini paint station set up. So like, I'll be like, Oh, that was a cool move. And then go right back to painting again. Um, but, uh, and then like pay-per-views are fun. Cause he always makes a bunch of food and we always have people over and it's like a party. Get that gravy boys action on. 
but it's not yeah it's not like uh it's it, it's i i don't think about wrestling when it's not on except right. for the fact that it yeah. just got brought up <laughs> yeah right right yeah no it, it's funny uh kayfabe rules modern politics mm-hmm. um but that's that's another that's a different podcast yeah that's a different podcast you, you gotta have me on there sometime yeah you should come on there i think i, I would a, love I think to. you'd have a good time i would love to it's just the problem is it's a uh it's a fucking coin toss whether or not i'm gonna have to work on sunday night yeah yeah uh and i don't ever know that until uh thursday the week before so if that is like enough time to let yeah. you know yeah yeah just know. let me know yeah, just let us know if you got a free sunday we're, i mean we're yeah. it it's so free i mean like i don't think there's ever a reason like oh we can't we got a strict script we got to follow like, yeah. it's never like that Yeah, it's so. generally pretty fluid and we stick to current events yeah, yeah, yeah. roughly we're, it's we're basically trying to recap the previous week and just point out like, hey, this is fucking stupid and chaotic and crazy and hypocritical and dumb. And look at this dumbass. Like, yeah. We, yeah, we usually just pick news stories from that past week that we like. And we're like, this is something I want to focus on. Let's talk yeah. about that for a minute. Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, next yeah. time I have a, a either like a day shift on Sunday where I get off at five or I'm just off altogether. Yeah. I'll let you know as soon as I find out. And yeah. we'll get down on it. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Which, uh, yeah, I want to crack into this mead here, but I guess if somebody wants to pour that, I just want to touch on some like local shit real quick. That's not even a big discussion, but like uh, I was looking up. We had big storms this week. This is coming out on Thursday. So, yeah, just uh, watch out when you're driving around. Use some common sense because we live in a hilly area. So water from all that rain is still going to be flowing down from mountaintops and stuff like that so creeks and stuff still can flood and get across roads and whatnot so be careful of note shallowford and jenkins road apparently is still flooded so watch out and then uh 2024 dotson has apparently got a water situation so just watch out be mindful of that and then uh tim kelly says recycling is going to return next month let me see if i've got oh we had to cancel it. He raised wages. And uh, let's see. Look at him here dropping off his own recycling. Yeah. Honey smells weird. Yes. Smell this mead first. You're going to regret it. It smells. I like, don't hate it. I hate it. I hate the yeah. way it smells. But then I took a sip and it's delightful. Yeah. There's a. There's it smells kind of like a on. soap. Smells mm-hmm. like something went bad. Yeah, no. So you're you're smelling uh, actually the honey, the yeast, and the peach all separately there. But um, the taste wonderful. Yeah, of course. Um, so the I can get the peach. I think I'm tasting a lot of the yeast. If it tastes very like kind of like bready and creamy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I think it smells gross. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's and that's man, that's that's honey. Like honey you, uh, has a, such a weird smell when you ferment it. Like mead just has a always has like this weird, like almost chemical kind of wang. But like if you you know if you really take your time with it and uh, try to break that smell apart, uh, you it's it's wild. Honey carries a lot of expression uh, from what it's made of, like. Uh, there is there are some there are some nice wildflower honeys that like you know I've had in meads that are just it's it's crazy like 
you get it into it's because you know drinking such an olfactory experience as yeah. well. Um, you know, you you get a good whiff of it, and then uh, get some in you, and it just it's it's wild. It's like you're standing in a field of wildflowers all yeah. of a sudden. It's almost a little too sweet for me, but it is good. Uh, it interests me. The reason I grabbed it is it's a session made. Mm-hmm. I didn't know those existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's kind of a new thing. Um, well, oh, I'm in for I that. That's my biggest gripe about mead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I say a new thing. I mean, it's probably ten years old at this point, but it's kind of just uh, started making its way here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Superstition Meadery uh, out of Arizona. They're absolutely one of the best in the fucking business uh i mean it's like it's like them and shrams and uh gajista uh like you know that this is super nice shit only six percent abv mm-hmm. i like that i've had mead from uh, i want to say it was like Asheville, like a local meadery in ash or no it was in nashville it's, it's from now Na- that's why i'm mixing that up um, a local Nashville meadery because Bryant went up there to hang out with his brother and brought some back. It was pretty good. Not, I don't think it was as good as this though. Um, yeah. um, and then I've had a, t- a bunch of like Viking blood. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not fair to compare um, anything uh, to those three that I just named, like uh, Schramm's especially. Schramm's is uh, in Michigan. Uh, that is, man. That's that's like the meadery. Um, what was that again? Shrams. Shrams. Yeah. yeah. Shrams. So S C H R A M M M M S. I don't think I've ever had a carbonated meat before. Heard. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Like you know, the styles existed. I'd say probably for at least a decade now. But yeah, that's exactly what you were griping about. Both of you actually said your main gripe with mead was was you know it's like God it's. Does it all have yeah. to be fucking 15 to 19%? Yeah, I'm not trying to drink like that these days. Right, right. You know, you like, know, like you don't yeah. have to drink like a Viking, right? Yeah. But there's, a, it like, honey, like I was saying, carries so much. You know, mm. it has so many expressions. And then, you know, you can just pair it with fucking whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Session Mead uh, arrived because people wanted to be able to try, you know, several different ones or just people to find themselves in a situation like yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, want something to drink that's not fucking cider because, mm. you know, just because cider doesn't have gluten in it, it'll still make you shit your pants. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It gives, things that are that sweet tend to give me heartburn. Uh, yeah, dude. Mm. Fucking, fuck, fucking drinking cider all night. That's terrible. <laughs> My biggest gripe, and I've still not quite found it, of not being able to consume gluten is the thing I liked about beers is the bitterness. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I've not quite find another booze drink that's got that. Heard. Um, yeah. Have you have you worked your way through the Glutenberg? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like them all right. It's just I don't like that they're two hundred and thirty calories a piece. Or no, correct, correction, two hundred and eighty calories Holy a piece. Shit. Yeah, for like a like a pilsner or something. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so I don't even want to know what the fucking yeah. uh, the yeah. stout is. That yeah. stout is really really good. That that stout's good. <laughs> On its own, like just standing drank, on its I own. I drank merit. two stouts. I don't need to eat today. I uh, consumed yeah. six thousand calories. God damn, that's crazy. If you want something really dry, I mean, I recommend you know, <laughs> keep, keep playing the uh, the cocktail game. There's there's a ton of really. I do like the cocktail game. That thing. Uh, also, wine. Now's yeah. a great time to get into wine. Yeah, I like. Damn, wine. I should have brought wine. I like reds. I like red wine a lot. Oh, we'll get you over to white. 
I mean, I like white wine too. I just don't like to. I, I feel like less of like a gothy vampire nah. than drinking white wine. I like to. I like to drink red wine for my image. I uh, heard you're more of a sophisto when you drink white. Uh, well, it, it just depends on what I'm eating with it. Yeah, like absolutely. If it's like fish or chicken, then yeah, I want that. But it if it's like steak should. or pork, then I want a, a good red. Yeah, it absolutely should matter. Yeah, this is good though. The more I drink of it, the more I like it. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited uh, that they've uh, rolled into our market. Um, and for the, I don't think we ever actually said what the name of this. Oh was. yeah, yeah. That's why I handed you because I didn't know if you wanted to oh. do the honors of the the can read. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, produced and canned by Superstition Session Meadery. So all their stuff is. Session. No, 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 definitely not. No. No, no, no. Uh, they make one. They're they're probably most famous. Mm. Uh, mead is called peanut butter jelly crime, mm-hmm. uh, and it sells out like that on their website uh, when it's released. Is it uh, super high ABV or? Uh, yeah, it's like a regular. Mead. Okay, it's a blueberry. Well, mead then why with, uh, why would they uh, put that in their name there? Uh, it's just a it's a snazzy logo. Yeah, they could have just said superstition meadery though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tad misleading. Well, That's no, actually, saying. you know, and you you could research this. Yeah. I, I, uh, maybe they've got like a separate facility that say. does um, like sessions. And, you know, like Wicked Weed has the Funkatorium. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. So upon a Google, it just pulls up Superstition Meadery. Hmm. Yeah, so it's just a it's just a snazzy logo. Okay, so but I take it to be like a separate, yeah, at no. least a separate. Uh, I don't know. I guess definitely a separate product from yeah. what they normally produce. Uh, yeah, they they produce um, lots of super duper clean, um, really really flavorful meads, um, and it is they are often quite hard to get a hold of. Um, the only one, I mean, like I said, those, those big three that I named Gajista, uh, them and, um, uh, Shrams, those are all the ones that are, you know, have stuff that yeah, yeah. are super duper hard to get, you know, they make weird barrel age shit. Um, no, this is very good. I like it. The more I drink of it. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like you could drink, you know, several of those like in a night and not pay for it. Like you would pay for mm-hmm. cider. No, that's very tasty. Everybody deserves to be able to quaff something when they sit around. Uh, let me uh, finish up this recycling story here though. So yeah, recycling's coming back They're Evidently you sent this over. Ian is evidently they're going to do like a one day pickup. Of recycling. Yeah, there's like an emergency pickup. I, th- I think I don't know if you have to like schedule it. I didn't. I read. I read the article, but I didn't like deep dive and follow all the links and stuff. I don't know if it's like if you. I also don't know if it's like if you normally get recycling service because like my neighbor across the street has recycling service. We've tried to get it and it just hasn't come around to us. Yeah. So all, so basically, it's like yeah, just drop your stuff in our can. So we we've just we've had we've quote unquote had recycling service, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, I, I obviously lately I haven't been because I don't want to like overflow his can with that's not going to get picked up. So I'm just throwing my cardboard away. Sorry. Sorry. Environment. Yeah. Uh, I live in, I live in Chattanooga, you know, at least we got, you know, somewhat clean tap water here. So I feel, I don't feel that bad, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, 
Well, yeah. yeah. So uh, next Monday through Friday, they're going to do a one-time emergency recycling collection. So set your shit out. Um, and then it should be back by October. So next month is what old Tim here's saying. Man, I try. I try. He, so far, he seems like he's a, he's a straight shooter. So yeah. far, he seems like he's trying to do what's right for for the city. So I I I, I don't know that he's he, that. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to do a great job. I think he's going to try to do a great job. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, seems that way so far. Yeah, you would hope at least. And then uh, this was a fun story that's local. I wanted to talk about is uh let's see where's my article so there's a place locally called chatty's <laughs> i heard about i read about this i've never heard uh, about this place but they've had their beer license suspended for two weeks what, uh, am, I, what am i missing that you're looking, oh oh i see Shit, there's a <laughs> monitor over here what the fuck jamie bring that up <laughs> <laughs> well played um so, yeah, basically, they had security guards that are there that have AR-15s. Oh, shit. I was hoping it had the picture. Yeah, I saw the picture. on. I thought it was on Reddit, but I couldn't find the, a Reddit post about it. So I guess it wasn't on Reddit where I heard about it. I don't, I don't remember where. I know there's a, yeah, maybe on the WDEF website. M- Milner Street? Where is that? Oh. Yeah, it's a. Who? Um, it was supposed to be a restaurant, but apparently it's it functions more as a nightclub. So uh, that's part of why they're in trouble. Well, yeah, and you know because of you know draconian zoning and licensing uh, laws, you you have the phenomenon of people saying, "Yeah, you know, we're a restaurant." Yeah, straight up AR fifteens like carrying them out our front. Sweet. This is awesome. It's a private security firm, apparently. And apparently they like the, <laughs> they contacted the owners like we didn't give them permission to do that. So it's I mean, if that's true, that means these guys are just like, yeah. like, I don't care what they said. I'm bringing my, my AK out. Here. Yeah, man. What what was that? What was that one security firm that uh, used to be at? Like fucking drink and electric cowboy and uh, oh, oh the pay. Uh, Jay Hall, Jay Hall, Jay Hall. Woo! You walk in the door and Jay Hall's in there, man. Everybody's on their best fucking behavior. I remember Jay Hall from the Bay, and then like what is I Hall? What is I Hall on Brandard Road? There was always a motherfucker from Jay Hall standing next to the door in I Hop. So when you walked in, you're just like, <gasps> was was I Hop and on Brandard Road a rough rough uh, hangout spot? Uh. Yeah, I never, I never. That was never my spot. So, I, oh yeah, I had yeah. breakfast there. I, I never twice. went to any of these places. So, oh yeah, no, yeah. Brainerd, Brainerd Road uh, has been and continues to be a uh, wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if this chatty. They, they, I read the article and they, they said that Chatty's kind of blew up after the Night Owl closed, which I've never been to the Night Owl either. I think that's not. Not my uh, my the neighborhood I normally hang out this in. Is a, this is a whole other layer of like this should be a podcast. The like the guy that frequents these places. Like oh, I go shit. to breweries and like the eateries around, but there should be a podcast that is like the guy that goes to these places. Well, Sky Zoo just got shut down. I knew that <gasps> place was notorious. Yeah, finally. Whoa! So what not, happened? Somebody didn't pay well, off the. No, it, oh man, it didn't. I got stories to tell y'all. Shut when we down. Don't have Sky on. Zoo. Uh, he's turning it into a sports bar. So oh, it didn't get shut down. I mean, that's what he down. wants to do. I don't yeah. think, I don't know that that's going to happen. Like, I'm not going to yeah, go there to the watch scenes, the game. Yeah. Behind the scenes, who knows what happened? Hey, for real, let's start a fucking group text about this. Like I'm, I'm not bullshitting you. 
there's there's some yeah i, I got know, some i got some i know I some, some i know about. some things about sky zoo i know some people oh yeah. not just sky zoo just brainerd road is there's some history dude there, get bro. on the discord man yeah all right join all our right. discord yeah send me yeah. a link yeah uh oh yeah so i don't know super sketchy what cracks me up though is this purely could have been just that security guard being like this is a sketchy part of town i'm yeah. taking my rifle well i mean not wrong yeah, he's not wrong. But apparently, like, that's not why. That was apparently, like, backup evidence. But the whole reason why was because there was, like, one night where the cops had to show up three different times. Uh, and they were like, yeah, no, you guys are supposed to be a restaurant. <laughs> you can't, yeah. you don't get to do this. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, l- listen, I feel as a, as a person who used, who's an, an independent performer, um, I used to, you know, do music and now I do comedy. Um, I, I understand how hard it is to keep a, a venue or a, a hangout spot, a club, whatever you want to call it going. I understand that there's, that this town does not make it easy on you. Mm-mm. Um, but I think that the answer is not to hire security with AR 15s. I think that's the, that's really like the main thing is like, I've never, you know, I've never felt like I needed one at JJ's, <laughs> you know, I've, I used to hang out like at all. I mean, I've hung out at Ziggy's a bunch. I never felt like I needed an AR there. Well, that's, that's kind of. That's like, that's, that's what I was thinking as you were saying, this was like, you know, well, don't hire security that carries AR 15s. Well, what about not, I don't know, not needing security with AR 15s. Like, cause if you hire security that shows up with AR 15s, clearly it's cause they needed it. No, maybe not. Maybe it's, maybe it's literally just like, they're like, you know what? We're going to walk around with these and that's going to tell give it, send a message. I don't know. What no, was the it, headline it, of that it story looks again? like the, uh, like a bad guy when you stroll up on like the enemy compound in a video game or something and those bad does. guys posted. That's what that guy looks like. It absolutely does. It looks yeah. like a scene from uh, sons of anarchy. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, go, go back to the news story. What was the headline of that news story? Um, let me see here. See from W D E F. Or maybe it was the maybe it was the. Uh, I think it was the Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I, <laughs> I mean, they definitely. Wait, wait they what, def- what does it say here? They definitely I mean, said like one the first time the cops showed up because I read it earlier today. Uh, <laughs> a guy like fled the the place while holding a gun, got into his car and. Uh, <laughs> But this was as the night was yeah, going on. Yeah, they totally on. didn't. They, but I think those pictures were from a different event. They were just like, oh yeah, they were, they were a di- the way the way that that uh, article made it out was that they were like, this was additional evidence to prove that this place is a nuisance. And right, so right. Here yeah. it says there is no other business open in that district from Wilcox Boulevard to Sitco Avenue, and so police are accustomed to watching the bar from the parking lots across the street. They also received many calls from the business uh, to help clear the parking lot and to escort people to and from chatties to their cars. The night of this series of incidents, police were called three times. The first was in response to images of three people carrying guns outside of the building detected by Chattanooga's real-time center intelligence cameras and from employees asking for escorts for the rapper that would be performing that night and to break up a fight. The first police arrived to see a patron of the place exit with a gun, get in a car, and speed away down Dotson Avenue. At the same time, a fight between two females who were leaving uh, the building broke out. And they broke outside the front door. Or they, it broke out just outside the front door. And more police were called for help to control the situation. 
Body camera videos show a crowd standing around yelling and screaming while security broke up a fight. Yeah, so. Yeah, this is this is a direct result of shit like an entertainment district. Yeah. You know, like this is this is the kind of this is this is the kind of shit that you uh you fucking breed when you uh when you make bullshit like entertainment districts. <laughs> fucking ass wipes. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know what it may, like hearing that, you know what it makes me think of? Did, did you ever see uh you know what Channel 5 is? Do you know what Channel 5 is? Do you know what All Gas No Breaks is? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they can't do all gas, no brakes anymore. So now that the same people do this thing called Channel 5, it's the same thing. <laughs> they just rebranded it. Uh, they did this weird documentary on these two twins, these two white kids who grew up in the hood in California. <laughs> and the, the, that whole story sounds like part of that documentary. It's amazing. Yep. yep. I mean, this it's like. I don't know. This is a. Uh, whoo. Yeah, this this is a conversation we should have uh, on a Sunday because <laughs> uh, you're about to tip over my rant box. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Let's see. Sigma Mountain here has uh, they've induced a mask mandate on Sigma Mountain for indoor places. Well, I, I saw, thought it was interesting. I saw I looked into the details of that, too. It's apparently uh, town owned. OK, okay. so like and I think there's even like a. Uh, other stipulations so it's like it, it actually doesn't seem that that strict when you actually uh, look okay, at it okay okay but it's just enough like where you can write the right kind of headline to piss off the right kind of people yeah but it's i it, it's literally just like yeah you can't like anything that's like a town owned like if it's a signal mountain you know public gymnasium you need you gotta have a vaccine or wear a mask or or no it's it's for the gym they're like but if you're doing strenuous activity you can you can take your mask off but like <laughs> i don't know i'm like, sorry i saw somebody like give shit because they were like uh they're talking about yeah you damn liberals want to put masks on us till you i guess you sit down at a at a restaurant table and i guess that's when it's fine and like i honestly think that that's a good point i've always agreed with that point but it's yeah. it's not the i think it's arguing from the wrong side of it where it's like no you're right that is ridiculous and we shouldn't be allowing that <laughs> as opposed to like as opposed to like what you're trying to say is, well, if we allow that, we should allow everything. It's like, no, I mean, I think like, I don't know. I mean, like we we're back into like a weird place where I feel like I'm, I'm just mad. I can't do comedy. I got to come back to do comedy for a little while and now I can't again. And I just wish people would just fucking toe the line for a little bit. Like I feel yeah. like I, I feel like a good six months of everybody just playing the game and playing along. And then if after that and they're still pulling this bullshit on us and then, you know, because we've seen we've seen that compliance leads to lower numbers. And I think that's the thing. If we could just get to lower numbers and I can do comedy again, I'm happy. If it's if it's if we're gonna keep doing this yo-yo thing, where we're we okay, it's cool and then now it's not cool and then it's cool and then it's not cool. I'm gonna freak out and and uh, probably uh, commit a terrorist attack against a bunch of rednecks. I don't know. <laughs> now I I think I accepted today actually. I was thinking about it. I think we're going to be dealing. I think the genie's out of the bottle. I think we're yeah, going to be dealing with this thing forever now. That's oh, always yeah. been the case. It there has, was never a scenario where it yeah. wasn't endemic. No, right. That's I, what I'm saying is I think I it just settled in today. No joke. I, I was yeah. thinking about it like maybe around one today. I don't even know why it clicked in. I was just thinking. But I was just like, yeah, this thing's never going to go away. Like that life that we had before COVID. Yeah. Never coming back. Well, there's. 
Uh, I forget who fucking said it, um, and it doesn't matter. But yeah, there's nothing so permanent as a temporary government program. Uh, yeah, power power structures were set up uh, during that whole thing last year. Uh, people took advantage of what they could get a hold of, and like you know, when when Rand Paul and Rashida Tlaib both warn you uh, about the exact same thing. Uh, <laughs> you should probably fucking pay attention. Well, but, I, but, I, but I will say, once the uh, once the res- once the numbers started to drop, uh, the restrictions did start getting dialed back, like yeah. even on a federal level, which is kind of goes against the whole like this is they're just doing it for control, which was kind of this is really we're bleeding into the other show a little bit, yeah, absolutely. But uh, well, not, well, go ahead, yeah, finish. But that. I was just gonna say like we did see it get dialed back, and I think that's like. Then that's what gave everyone the sort of breath of fresh air. Like, oh, sweet, we can go out and be crazy again. I mean, I, I was even like, hell yes, come back summer. I'm going to bang all these crazy girls. Oh, it's going to yeah. be awesome. And then, uh, I mean, obviously I didn't because I'm a loser, but that's not, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is how we all had that attitude. And I think that, uh, I mean, like people, like Bonnery was supposed to happen this week, and then it didn't. I mean, I think that has more to do with yeah, the weather. We'll, we'll yeah, they canceled that in a minute. The we'll talk about that it in a minute. It was going to be but like basically catastrophic. No, I was more so... Uh, Talking about how this thing's not going away from the, not even the government restriction side or anything, but just from the side of fucking idiots thinking, like, whatever. There's so many, like, microchips, population control, whatever crazy theory you're going to go with, choose your own adventure. But it's just those people... It's like some people do legitimately have reasons they can't get vaccinated. No. Others do not. The vast majority do not. And it's these people spreading it around. Clearly, when it's 98% of the people dying are people like that aren't vaccinated. And yeah, the, and it's the, like the data shows it. And because these people couldn't do it, there's already been one spotted in Florida, a variant that is uh, resistant to the vaccine. So well, it's going to fucking happen. That's I mean, that, and that's that's part of why I'm, I'm, I'm so like, uh, you know, toe the line. Let's let's. Fucking start camps and forcing people to get the shot. I don't know. I'm not that crazy, but I'm just saying. Like my thing is is that as long as we have a we leave it a personal choice thing and we have this giant chunk of the population that's like, well, my personal choice is to not get it, that's a big swath of the population that's gonna be passing it around and giving it a fertile ground to mutate. Whereas in the the, the vaccinated population, we're still gonna get it. We're still gonna get the sniffles for a week or so but it's going to die off sooner and it's not going to be. And if we can get to at least a high enough percentage of the population that's, that is vaccinated, then it won't be allowed to grow and fester the way it has been. Mm -hmm. We won't be seeing these. I mean, there's there's variants of the flu every single season, right? Every, every single season, the flu comes around. It's a variant of last year's flu. So that's, I mean, that's, that's going to be a thing that we deal with, but I want to get to the point where we can take COVID as seriously as we take the flu. That's that's really what where where I'm at because we don't really I mean you know there's oh, you get your over the counter medications for the flu and then you don't really worry about it. I mean yeah people die from it every year I feel like I almost died from it in 2017 but generally speaking I don't live in fear of the flu and mm. I think that once we get the population on board with that to where the point where they don't feel like they have to then we can kind of start tiptoeing back into normal life I don't I mean. Sorry to rant. I'm just no. I'm I just, pissed that I'm pissed that I'm losing comedy again. No, I'm pissed too, man. I got a. We all got a fucking taste this summer, and uh, it got yanked away from us by a bunch of idiots. And I just don't like it because it's 
like I respect everybody's right to choose, but we all should have chose the right decision. Yeah, that's why you can't. You know? you, yeah, it's why to the, there comes a point where I think a problem gets bad enough where you have to pass a law about it. Like I mean, it's like seatbelts. You know, I mean, yeah. like it just got to the point where it's like, and, and like I don't, I don't even know like the facts. Maybe the seatbelt law didn't really change the numbers. <coughs> maybe it did. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm no expert. But I just think that like there comes a point where you have to be like, look, for the if if you don't toe the line, you're fucking everyone else over. And yeah. so like that's the point where it's like your personal your rights end where mine begin. And if you're fucking my life over because you want to practice your freedom, sorry, man. I got nothing for you. That's- yeah, it just uh it pisses me off because like we got that sweet, sweet taste. And it's gonna end up mutating into something that the vaccines can't handle. Yeah, we're dealing with this now. It's just, uh, and I know that's been a fact for a while, that it's been an in, in, endemic for a while, but it just settled in for me today. No. Of realizing, like, fuck, god damn it. Yeah. But it's also weird to think about, like, I mean, I imagine most other people, after all this, like, if the pandemic ended tomorrow, you most people, I would say, probably would not go back to that life. Pre-pandemic, uh, no, and you know, because this changed most people. I do like working from home. Uh, I'll say, I'll say this. I got, I only got like six minutes left. Oh, but, word, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's shift. I wanted you to pump your uh, event. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> here's a uh, here's a awesome segue. Uh, so this weekend, uh, Valley Vibes is uh, coming up. Uh, technically. The first night uh, is tomorrow night. Uh, there is a pre-party at 7 o'clock, um, which I have neglected to write down the name of the band. <laughs> I know Good Grief is playing, and I know I'm closing out the night with a DJ set. Um, and I'm an asshole and didn't write the rest of that down. Damn. Uh, but <laughs> do, you, do you know where they can find the information? Yes. On, uh, the Valley vibes, uh, Facebook page, uh, or the Valley vibes website, which I believe is just valleyvibesfest.com. Uh, we can double check that real quick. No, actually I can just pull it up here. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think it's just valleyvibesfest.com. Um, no, no, damn it. Or maybe it's Valley vibes festival. So I, I would just search Valley Vibes Fest and then see if there's a, a website that comes up. Yeah, Valley, Valley Vibes, Vibes Music, Music Festival. Festival. We All would right. have we would have been trying that for a minute. <laughs> All right, so Valley Vibes Music Festival uh, dot com is where you can uh, find uh, all the relevant information, uh, buy tickets and such. So we are or they are actually a. Uh, running a promotion right now because of the aforementioned uh, canceled Bonnaroo. Uh, basically, there was going to be catastrophic flooding yeah, uh, at that yeah. location. Uh, so um, everybody who uh, was holding Bonnaroo tickets uh, can present their um, Bonnaroo ticket, whether they've gotten a refund from Bonnaroo or not. Don't give a shit. Uh, present your Bonnaroo ticket at the gate and get your uh, entry for half off. I uh, feel like that's a pretty good deal. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Cherry Street Brewing, uh, who was going to originally provide the beer, uh, cannot now because 
the laws in the county uh, did not get changed. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, well, or maybe not unfortunately, well, no, definitely unfortunately, uh, was really excited to uh, work with Cherry Street Brewing, but uh, see, Co- it's now BYOB. Ah, I see Koza's playing. That They're rad. Yeah, dude. Uh, Koza is playing on uh, my stage, the soup sandwich stage. I'm really stoked about that. Koza and uh, the... Uh, Koza and fault lines and um, uh, go up, go up, go up. Uh, Carolina story, I think. No, not Carolina story. Go down. Sorry. <laughs> Did you say good grief? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grief. Uh, they're actually not playing on my stage. Um, this is a good lineup. We got Swaybo yeah, on it's here. It's basically every every cool working band uh, in town plus more. Uh, which means it's it's every good band. There's taverns town, on it. I know a lot of those guys. Uh, it, taverns uh, taverns is actually not on it this year. That doesn't mean that they're not a good band though. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love taverns. Um, yeah, behold the brave. Uh, I love those dudes. Uh, <coughs> just saw, oh, Magnificent Lines. Uh, love those dudes as well. Uh, my band's playing Bastronaut uh, at 2 o'clock on Saturday on the uh, Alive Music Collective stage. Uh, oh, The Funeral Portrait. I'm sorry. That's the other uh, band that's uh, playing on my stage that I'm super stoked about. Uh, that's all going to be on Saturday. Um, but yeah, man, uh, come down, hang out. Uh, it's going to be a giant party in the middle of a field. It's uh, probably, it might be one of the last chances you get to go party. So I'd, yeah, absolutely. I would, I would cash in on it. It's this weekend, right? Yes, it is this weekend. Like I said, starts, uh, so if you get your tickets online, uh, you can show up, uh, tomorrow and, uh, check out the um the pre-party uh show uh it see if you can go back up and find uh, uh da, 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 da. well i know it's on the facebook page um yeah on the facebook page they've got the lineup for uh tomorrow night um where where is it going to be at it is going to be at bella sarah winery in wildwood georgia Ooh. yeah uh, can they sell wine while this is going on? Uh, you know, I am not aware. I would I assume so. I, I don't think, know what's going on. With that. I would think they could host. I mean, it's at, if it's on their premises, I feel like they should be able to. No. I don't know though. I'm I, I'm no lawyer, so. Yeah, I mean, and I've never been there either. I mean, it's. I'd say it's likely a very very large property. And we're going to be very far away no, from like, also, the actual winery. Yeah, it also wouldn't surprise me if there was some law that's just like, nope, you've got too many bands in here with too many people. You can't sell them wine because that's too much fun. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a uh, it's definitely an old um, blue law. Yeah, kind of deal. Um, Is this on the same property that like a lot of festivals happen at, um, like Roots Fest would happen at, and uh, you know. 
Because I know that I'm not sure there what was like, else has happened here. There was a there was a property in like North Georgia. I want to say Jeff Styles owns it, but I may be wrong. And uh, that's where like Roots Fest would happen every year, and where like a bunch of different they would do like a fest every other weekend, and it would just be a different one. I did a comedy out there one time. Oh, heard awesome. Yeah, no, maybe. Maybe there's pro wrestling. So, I just saw there's pro wrestling. We were talking about that. Yes, earlier. yes, there is a uh, pro wrestling night. Uh, sorry, damn, I should absolutely should have mentioned that. Bryant's out of town, or he'd be stoked. Yeah, that's uh, that's going down uh, on Saturday. Um, <coughs> also, at there's going to be midnight movies uh, every night. Yeah, that is something that I've been bitching about for uh, several months now. Is that you know the I, I don't think the midnight fucking movies are coming back, and that makes me want to fight somebody. I also um, see food trucks. That yes, that, that alone makes me excited. I would. I really yes. would would go. Like I don't think I can. <laughs> I think I've got <laughs> stuff going on, but uh, uh, I I kind of want to cancel what I got going on and go go hit up those food trucks. Dude, let's do it. We'll take the camera. We can do some man on the street stuff. Yeah, go interview people. Yeah. Yeah, right. y'all totally, yeah. y'all totally should. It'd be a big. Can fun. you hook us up with press pass? I'm just kidding. I know. I, don't, <laughs> I know you don't have that call. <laughs> Let's make some phone calls. Maybe we can I know get some the, I know the right people to talk to. Yeah, we can, we can make some phone calls or texts, I guess, these days. We'll send uh, direct yeah. messages and say, hey. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. That'll yeah, be it looks like a good time. Uh, yeah, definitely hope to see you guys there. Uh, shit, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, Sorry. Because I've been... No, I've been, I saw food trucks and got real excited. No, I'm no, a, you're I'm totally a, fun. I'm a, I'm a fat boy. No, you're totally fun. I've been, uh, I've been working uh, a lot lately, and uh, my brain's kind of jelly at no, this point. No, pulling together an event is just like <laughs> jellification of the brain up until the last day. Yeah, we're uh, like at this point, it's like hard to make sentences. I'm like, uh, do art. I'm bringing fucking pictures, bro. I've got a projector. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> But uh, yeah, highly encourage everybody to come check that out. Uh, Valley Vibes. Yeah, and I'll put the link in the show notes to this episode as well. So yeah, anybody yeah. listening that wants to go get tickets or check out the website. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. man. But I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got to get out of here. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, this is our last practice before uh, the fest. Nice. So we want to go get everything nice and tight. Um, that. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, and thanks for sharing that super duper dank mead with yeah, me. Yeah, man, it's it a pleasure. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll be hitting you up about um, a uh, a Sunday spot very very soon. Fuck yeah, yeah. Okay. We usually record like four four thirty. Heard heard. Or get together around then. We're we're usually rolling like four thirty or five. But, heard yeah. Like I said, uh, typically. Um, it's a, like a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Like, if, and if I do have to work, I either get off at 5 or 10. <laughs> yeah, just let me know, and uh, I'll let you know what we're talking about that week. And Hell yeah. Yeah. It'll be a, be a fucking party. I'll bring some, uh, I'll yeah. bring some dank wine. Uh, yeah, it, dude, you have to get into good wine now. You I, don't have a choice. I dipped my toes in it. I got some wine last night. I got Oh, yeah? Too. What'd you get? Uh, I can't even remember. It was a Il Primo. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. I just got whatever the the waitress suggested would pair with the lobster risotto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. It was very good though. Yeah. I like yeah. Il Primo. Yeah. That's very okay. tasty. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. I got some, Oh man, I got some shit I've been sitting on 
because uh, I didn't have a good occasion for it. Mm. But uh, I'll open it with you. Fuck yeah. Yeah, let me know when you're available on a Sunday. Yep. Uh, I, yeah. will, I will put it in the forefront. I think you'd have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know yeah. I'm going to have yeah. a good time. I think you'd have a good time. Ian, Ian knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's – we, we uh, I mean – I you know I get I get a, I have fun on there I get I get a yeah. little ranty sometimes I get a little uh, little fired up. Well, I feel yeah. like we basically started it just like to rant anyway. Yeah, just to blow off steam. We're, yeah, it wasn't even to like publicize it, but then we saw it was getting listened, so we were like, oh. Yeah, if anybody out there is listening and hasn't listened to the show, I'll, I'll kind of describe at least my take. I'm just a normal ass guy. I don't know anything for sure. I'm kind of an idiot, and I'm figuring things out as I go. So if I say something crazy. I probably don't mean it, and I probably will will figure out that I'm wrong. And next week I'll come on and, and explain that. So just listen to it. Don't don't be like, oh, you said this. This means you're this kind of person. No, 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 no. It's just it's literally me going. Well, you know, I saw this on the news, and it makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, that's that's the whole show. Except I get a little more angry about it. Like I, um, I think the last awful thing I said on that show was I encouraged. Uh, people who have have the vaccine and get COVID to go to one of these rallies and just hug people and uh, (laughs) high five people and kiss people on the mouth. And uh, (laughs) I think we need, I think we need to let, let everyone who's going to die from it, die from it and uh, get on with our fucking lives. The sunny Ian Sharp, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) that's what you can expect from in chaos. We trust is that kind of cheerful optimism. And I'm kind of there in the same boat of like, yeah, I'm just kind of figuring out as I go. I'll probably regret saying that. It's fine. It's happened before. <laughs> if you go back and listen to like when we first started and then listen to now, it sounds like I'm two different people. It's crazy. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Your opinion might have changed too, though. It's like I'm I'm like one and a half people, not quite two, but. Oh, yeah. Well, all right, man. Uh, it was very good to see both of you dudes. Yeah, man. I'm glad you came by. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah. It's I won't make it so long the next time. And uh Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Give him hell. Yeah. I shall. I shall. I shall. I'll make sure that. So, yeah, just moving on. Uh, sad Justin couldn't stay with us the rest of the time, but, yeah, just moving on. Artist's um, got to art, man. Yeah, artist got to art. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about Bonnaroo getting canceled because that's uh, – I mean, Bonnaroo's never really been my thing personally. It's just like, it, I think it would have been when it first started and like, I don't know, I guess 2003 or whenever, when it was a little smaller, but that many people camping in a field. Well, let, my take is real weird because uh, I'm an elitist metalhead, way less of one yeah. now than I was like me circa 2000, like, you know, in the early days, like 2010 or 11. I would have been laughing so hard about all of this because I, I don't like most of the bands. I never do. Usually, like, there there's there's a few years where there's, like, two or three bands. I'm like, oh, shit, that's awesome. They're on it. I'd, I'd, I'd go, but I don't want to pay Bonnaroo prices to see those two bands because I know they'll be around for, like, 15 bucks, you know, later on in the year. Um, so it's kind of that, but then... Um, you know, now I've, I've matured, and there's there's actually there's more bands that probably than I that I would enjoy than I than I would have admitted when I was younger. This year's lineup was pretty dope. Just for the Foo Fighters, I would have been down. Oh yeah, I, I've I've never yeah. seen Foo Fighters. That would be cool. Um, and then, uh, but like also like from the I've worked Bonnaroo one year. I used to do um, I used to do stagehand work, 
and it was uh, it was miserable. It was a completely miserable experience, but I got some cool stories out of it. I uh, I met Dave Matthews. Like he said, "Hey, what's up, man?" I was like, "Oh, what's up, dude?" And he gave me a shirt. That was cool. Dave Matthews. I've always heard he's a dick in real life. I that's not my experience at all. He was a mm-hmm. wonderful guy. Um, you know, he, he thanked me for my hard work. That was nice of him. Um, I stood within ten feet of Stevie Wonder. Um, he was walking by me with his entourage. Sadly, he, he didn't. He didn't see me, <laughs> but I saw him. I pushed his. Uh, I pushed his piano out onto the mm. stage. I was. I was one nice. of those guys. Uh, and uh, I, I built like so many LED screens for fucking Jay Z and Dave Matthews, and it was like thirteen hour overnight shifts, and it was. I mean, it was yeah. good money. It was really good money, but it was fucking terrible work. And then you're you're so tired. You you know during the day you got all all day off. But you don't get to enjoy the festival because you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you wake up and then you go eat. And then it's like almost time to go clock in again. Mm-hmm. Um, I have friends who were doing that that same year I did it, who stayed with it and have been doing production work the whole time. They mm-hmm. actually are, were they were supposed to get to do actual like be on the production end of things and like mm-hmm. doing like actual sound and lights and stuff and not just building stages. Yeah. Um, and they, they're bummed to have to pack it up and go home. But Yeah, and I just think, too, it's like, even though it's not my thing, I can exercise some empathy. And, I mean, I understand they had to cancel it last year, which is a bummer, because I also, I, I mean, I was friends with and worked with a bunch of dancers for several years, and even though I never went with them, Bonnaroo for them was like the end-all, be-all each year. Right, like... I. I just never had like that much disposable income. And now yeah. I do now yeah. I could, but I'd rather go to like a con. That's Same. just me. Is, yeah. Maybe not a con, but it's like, I would rather spend that and like go on a trip or yeah. go to the beach or go camping somewhere further away or so. I don't know. Or yeah. Buy like a kayak or something. Um, yeah. It's just at the time when all that was happening, I would have went with them, but I didn't have that disposable income, but that was their end all be all. Like they, worked all year round and it was never that big of a deal for me to be like the juice didn't seem worth the squeeze ultimately it's like yeah. if it was maybe 150 dollars cheaper i think a ticket's what like 350 something like that like maybe at 250 i may have been a little more but i think my, my breaking point was always i'll go if rage is one of the headliners because yeah. i've never seen raging at the machine that would be awesome. I yeah. would I would I would pay three hundred and fifty dollars to sit through whatever other bands just to get to yeah. see Rage Against the Machine. That would be great. Um, but I'd seen Tool before. I'd seen you know. Well, I didn't care about Metallica at that time when they did it. Um, you know, and, and and like generally, I'm not like a big. I don't like a lot of like the Avit Brothers kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like the 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 New Age bluegrass, like the hipster bluegrass kind of stuff that happened that kind of dominated Bonnaroo for a couple of years. I don't like DJs. Um, I do like some, like I like more now. Like I never was into the dubstep thing, yeah. But I do like a lot of synth wave now and stuff like that. So, you know, stuff like uh, Gunship. I'd go see Gunship if they mm-hmm. were there. I love fucking Kendrick Lamar. I like a lot of the rappers that they book. So that would that would be cool. Um, I I like. Uh, oh, who am I trying to think of? Uh, fucking, I know Thundercats there pretty often. Yeah, I'd go see Thundercat. This was the first year I was kind of thinking of going. Ultimately, COVID and one, my anxiety in that one is I was like, but because of Foo Fighters, I really wanted to actually go this year. So I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of empathetic. I get it. People been cooped up for a year, and this was like a big event that they uh, were looking forward to. 
and both on the work side of it too, is there were a bunch of people that were working that and at least they got to work a little bit. They're still getting paid for that time, but yeah, um, it's just, it's weird. Cause my instinct is like laugh at them and they're like the reality, same dude. Yeah. Same. The reality is like, ah, you know, that sucks. I, I like, you know what I think that feeling is dude. I think it's, I, th- I think maybe it's maturity. Yeah. Or empathy. Cause I, I'm there with you. It's like, I, <laughs> I'm not a sociopath. Turns out, I thought we, we, based on things I'd said earlier to tonight, you might get the wrong impression. But I actually do. Well, my I've kind of developed. Like the older I get, the more I get like a let the kids have their fun kind of mentality. If it's not for yeah. me, it doesn't mean it doesn't get to exist. Same. Yeah. And I feel like it's that. I just thought like I didn't realize that Bonnaroo was still that big of a deal. I thought maybe like even before 2020, I thought it was kind of starting to be kind of old hat. Like it was kind of like more of a millennial thing and the zoomers don't really care as much mm-hmm. about like festivals. Cause I remember like for a while festival culture was a thing. It, Cause you know, you talk about the people who Bonnaroo is their end all be all. I knew people who went to multiple festivals oh, yeah. in a year and they, they would like plan them out and they'd go to like several It's cons for hippies. Like nerds right. have cons. Hippies have festivals. Like I, and, and there were some that I like to go to. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a big metal head. So there's a couple that, that cater more to that. Uh, there was like fun, fun, fun fest. I think it's in Austin um, where they they do three stages and like two are the more ones like the electronic stage, one's the pop stage and then one's like the punk and metal stage. And so like while you've got like bands like, you know, all the ones I listed earlier that they're like more Bonner, Bonnaroo type staples, you know, festival type staples. Then you've got the whole stage with like the Misfits and Slayer mm-hmm. and like tons of awesome metal bands. So it's like. I, you know, I would have fun and I don't love every metal band. So when a metal band I don't like goes on, that's when I go try to spread my wings and listen yeah. to something else. Um, I think that's a good setup, but I don't know. Just people, people are so, people are such like, I'm, I'm, I dare I say it. People suck about when it comes to metal. A lot of you people have mm. like really shitty, narrow-minded opinions. Like, hey, I don't like it. Like, fuck, fuck you. you. You know, I, I don't like a lot of your music, but I don't just bitch whenever it comes on. Come on, let me have some fun. <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate that when I play, like I finally get to hear one metal song and someone at the party has to be like, do we have to listen to this? It's like fucking, we had to listen to your stupid bullshit. Can't, just let this one song play without complaining. God, all I'm saying is like people bitch on metalheads for being shitty and obnoxious, but I've had just as many people be shitty and obnoxious to me over metal unprompted. So you can take that fucking negative attitude, shove it right up your fucking ass. Fun, fun, fun fest is a good idea. That's my take. <laughs> Dude, I, I think I creaked the door open to Matt. He's got to go through the, he's got to like, like if it was a closet in the hallway of a house, he didn't know the door creaked open. He's got to look inside and turn the light on. But to my dad, I was uh, playing some Joe Satriani for him. And then I was playing some guitar for him and like, just like doing some tapping and like, you know, stuff like that. And he was like, that's like some, to both, he was like, that's like some heavy metal stuff, isn't it? It's like, I just, uh, I don't understand that. And I was like, well, Dad, like, uh, you know, most, like, serious metal musicians, I don't know nearly as much about it as you, but, like, just knowing music, is I was like, if you're playing heavy metal music, especially on, like, a guitar or something, you were trained as a classical musician, like you could take, I don't know, one of Beethoven's sonatas or something like that and play it. Like you were that skilled of a musician if you were playing like heavy metal. And uh, 
I was just like describing that to him and it, I feel like it wrinkled his fucking brain. He had never thought about it like that. And he was like, really? Huh? And like, he just really fucking dwelled and thought on it for a minute. I could tell. Well, my, my take, and, and this is my like metal for noobs, but like, it's, it's fine. Um, there's a kind of metal for every other kind of music that exists. Plus a bunch of extras on top of that. So like, the things people mostly complain about with metal are there's a few things, but one of them is the vocals. Usually that's the most, most common one you hear, but there's tons of metal that have clean vocals or nor normally sung vocals that aren't like, blah, blah, blah. now don't get me wrong. The blah, blah, blah has its place. And I could, that's a whole, like, I don't want to get into that. Cause I could, that's an hour long conversation about why that's a valid form of musical expression and you people need to get over your fucking selves you just you have a uh, in food they call it an unrefined palate you fucking cheese pizza eating motherfuckers uh <laughs> it's 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 actually a very uh, uh it's a, it's actually a very uh you know complex uh thing no it's it's not that complex but it's just who's actually pissed off the guy's like oh i'm so mad or the guy's like Brr. Probably the second guy is way more mad than the first guy cuz he first guy still cared enough to hit notes you know <laughs> But that that that's my that's my take on on that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, there. Like if you can if you can find one pathway into it, you'll you'll eventually warm up to it because it's all it is. It's a style of music turned up to the extreme, mm -hmm. and it's like if you want like you know if your favorite music is bluegrass, guess what? There's bluegrass metal, and it's mm -hmm. just bluegrass played very fast, very heavy. Uh, if your favorite music is dubstep there's dubstep metal if your favorite music is pop there's pop metal like believe it or not there's all kinds of metal i don't know like i'm not i don't care if you don't like it but just to shit on it is and then act like i'm a fucking stupid like well it's just it's people metalheads get a bad rap of, of being elitists and i, I think it's like it's funny because like metalheads tend to like other stuff more than other people like metal like it's a weird thing but we're the ones who are like, oh, this fucking shitty elitist metalhead. It's like, okay, cool. Listen to a whole album and tell me what you think about it. And then no one yeah. wants to do that. Anyway, I'm, I'll get off my soapbox. I just fucking, uh, it's, I'm, I feel bad for people who don't get to see their vanilla yeah. ass fucking uh, jam grass bands. At yeah, Bonner. and I'm with you. I wanted <laughs> to laugh at it at first, but that was like, nah, the empathy took over and I feel bad for them. Like, especially all the work that was lost. Some people, especially driving cross country, you know, driving from Texas, Arizona, Nevada, different places. Like this is a big deal to them. And I'd never really thought about that either of like, I just, I don't know. In my head, I assumed Bonnaroo was kind of a local like thing. Well, like, like maybe like the furthest we'd get is maybe Atlanta. Well, like I said, there's people who yeah. live in uh, festival culture. Like I know, yeah. I knew people from here who would go out to um, uh, Coachella every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it, you know. So those people driving on that is like they found out when they were 10 hours into a drive and then was just like. So word of advice on that, if you were thinking about camping this weekend, uh, which I don't know what I'm about to say goes both ways. So if if you're listening to this podcast and you are not a Bonnaroo person and maybe you're going camping or something. Listen to what I'm saying. If you're a Bonnaroo person that finds yourself in Tennessee with your truck loaded up with gear and you don't know what to do, also listen to what I'm saying. Is uh, A, it sucks, but if you're trying to go camping or something, the state parks and stuff are going to be completely overblown. 
Yeah. If you're trying to get out there and have a relaxing weekend, this Bonnaroo doesn't mean shit to you. You're trying to get out and have a uh, relaxing weekend, fish, camp, get out on yourself. This is not the weekend to do that. Well, uh, all the state parks and stuff are going to get overblown with people that wanted to get out in the and camp and stuff. I mean, I think the easy answer is what we were just talking about, which is the Valley Vibes Music Festival. Yeah, which, which is exactly where I was going to go with yeah. the second point. Is I was like, if you find yourself as a Bonnaroo person that's looking for something to do, yeah, the Valley Vibes Music Fest seems like something fun. So, yeah. It's going to be camping, and it's not going to be flooded. Yeah. You're not going to see, like, famous bands, but you'll see fun bands. And uh, if it's where I'm thinking it is geographically, there's hills around, so there shouldn't even be standing water. But speaking of standing water, look at some of these pictures and stuff I pulled just for us to talk about this. Because I camp a good bit, and I've, you know, I've had multiple tents over the course of my life and I've had multiple camping scenarios where I've had water in my tent and all that and whatnot. But this seems absolutely miserable. And this yeah. picture isn't even a bad picture, to be honest. The no. picture I'm looking at is like on the better side of things. Um, and there's a couple puddles, but then if you look, I think it was this video. I'll play this. Let's see. I don't have yeah, to play the audio. That's ankle deep right there. Yeah, ankle deep water, kind of all over the place. And then this other video, I think it's the one I was talking about. This guy's like in his tent. Yeah, he's got ankle deep water in his tent. And it's not necessarily because it's raining so hard. There's just ankle deep water everywhere. Yeah. I uh what's funny is I've been to like so I I I did Comedy. I was talking about that festival I did comedy at, which I yeah. think is on the same land as Valley Vibes. Um, the, that year, I did. Uh, it got, I got rained on real bad, <laughs> but I don't. I didn't. I didn't get flooded, but I, I got rained on real bad. Uh, my tents managed to, to fend it off. I didn't get wet, except when I was traveling from my car to my tent. But it was. Uh, but it pounded down over us. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, before that some of my other festival experience was, and actually the year I worked Bonnaroo, it rained really bad. And then uh, my band, I used to be in a band, by the way. I don't know if I, if I'm, so, yeah, it was, we were, we were kind of famous, a little bit of MTV, a bunch of uh, XM radio. Uh, but we, uh, we would play this festival that was like called Cornerstone, which was like Christian Bonnaroo kind of, but it was more metal. Cause it, that was what was going on in Christian music at the time. And, uh, yeah, we got rained on real bad, and our like whole tent got flooded out, and we like lost a bunch of our food supplies and stuff. So yeah, that sucks. It was a, it was a, it was a. It, I, I have this weird thing. It's like almost like Bonnaroo thought I was gonna be there. That's why this mm -hmm. happened. Camping in the rain, uh, I've got a little PTSD from that, just because the last time I did it, my tent collapsed on me, and I thought it was a tree, and I thought I was dead. Like I thought I woke up and like. I was like, oh, wait, no, I can feel my legs. Okay. Um, no, just a puddle had accrued on my tent and collapsed it. That's probably why I'm not so outdoorsy is because I've just had so many shit experiences. Yeah. <laughs> camping in the rain is not fun. Like, point A, camping in the rain is not fun. Point B, camping around thousands of other people is not fun to me. Um, combining those doesn't increase the fun factor at all. And then you've got cars coming in and out. I mean, you know that trench right here. Like, hey, this is a picture of 
just the main driving route down through the camping area before everyone. This is crew, volunteers, people like that that were already up there setting up. Yeah. Um, so you can imagine this after 100,000 people in their vehicles. It may be more than 100,000. I don't even well, know. Well, I mean, you know, people probably ride together. So I'd say like if there's 100,000 people, I'd say 2,500 yeah. vehicles. Yeah. I think that's a fair estimate. Maybe maybe 30 or 40. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just going to get all trenched up. We're looking at a uh, World War One battlefield, basically. And evidently there was one year of Riverbend where it rained so bad that people legitimately were getting trench foot. You said Riverbend. Do you mean uh, not Riverbend, Bonnaroo? Yeah, where they were. I I mean I don't know anything about it. I don't know what year it was, but I saw that in a Reddit thread I was reading up on about Bonnaroo being canceled, and somebody was talking about one year. It seemed pretty early, maybe like '04 or something like that. But uh, yeah, evidently people were legitimately getting trench foot. So camping in the rain is no fun, and especially it's flat as fuck in Middle Tennessee. That water is not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I know they've been working on this, and I think every year they get a little more done because I know they're starting to do more concerts on that property, mm -hmm. um, or they were before 2020. And I think they're, the, the long-term plan is to actually develop all that out more, ah. which will hopefully give it like, you know, a, a, like sewerage or irrigation or drainage you know, yeah. system. And then have like paved roads and stuff, and like maybe like instead of just like pitch your tent wherever, like at an actual lot, like like yeah. in a campsite, um, that would I mean like I know that takes away from the uh, you know the naturist experience, but you're 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 at a, a Live Nation you know books that there that's not like that's as corporate as it gets, guys. Yeah. So you might as well make it a little bit comfy, like. It'd be kind of like, I wouldn't be mad if they built like a hotel on site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, I mean, it is what it is. Pave it. You've got a paved lot. You've got a uh, area off to the side. That's like you've thrown mulch down across. I don't know what three acres for people to camp on planted some trees and they've got a grill area and shit. And then, yeah, it's all inclusive and it's paved and it's nice. It would be like a, a Disneyland or a Disney world. Uh, down in Orlando, Disney World has a campground that's like attached to their parks. I think it's called the Wilderness Resort or something like that. But it's like if you drive to Disney World with an RV, instead of staying at the Disney World Resort, you can buy a spot at their campground. And it's exactly what I just described. It's like not, it looks like nature, but, and you go in and park and like, but it's all like manufactured. I mean, that's kind of like, like if I'm going to like stand in the heat and watch bands, I want I want it to be comfortable. Yeah, I, don't wanna, I wouldn't mind. I don't want to rough it for that kind of experience. Yeah. Like if I'm going to rough it, I want like peace and tranquility. I don't want to be around 100,000 people. I don't mind the camping aspect at all of it, but they've got this packed in. It looks like a refugee camp. And uh, and I know that's just festivals. That's how it is. I'm an old man griping on his porch right now that's just how festivals are i get it but i wouldn't mind if yeah like you're saying ian like if it was more like you drive in and it's paved you get to your campsite and it's like a mulched off area and everybody's got a camping pad and like not a camping pad but like a concrete pad set your tent up on whatnot and like yeah this takes infrastructure but that's what's going to happen well and then once that, that land's developed you know like like right now i think they do two or three concerts there a year mm -hmm. uh to switch that i mean do a lot more and be like hey yeah. look like Every weekend of the year, if you want, if you want to go to a metal fest or a rock yeah. fest, there's there, there's that weekend. And then if you want to go yeah, to yeah. like Bonnaroo, there's that weekend. You want to go to like 
something that's more like I guess like what we have here, which is the uh, what's that uh, Moon River, which yeah, is, yeah. is more of the jam grassy kind of stuff. Do that there, you know, like do it to where it's like once it's built up. Like, because I've heard that like every year, more and more of the main stage becomes permanent, um, yeah. and so it's uh, you know. I think I think that's I think that's inevitable where it is going to be more like it's like a concert theme park kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's slowly being built ad hoc style. No, this will become something like Red Rocks Amphitheater, but yeah, isn't here that in Middle that, Tennessee. I've never yeah. been there, but I think that's kind of kind of the yeah. vibe I get from that place. Is it's very it was like that this person got this like sweet land spot and was like, let's be smart about this and make this like one of mm-hmm. the most like you know talked about concert destinations in, yeah. in the world and. So, yeah, I, yeah, I feel bad, but Hey, all you people listening to this, that were headed to Bonnaroo, come Chattanooga, go to a Valley vibes fest. There's plenty of stuff going on. Doesn't have to be a sad weekend. And, uh, yeah, other than that, I guess you don't have, I was going to wrap this up here soon, but I guess you don't have any much comedy stuff coming up. I've got October 1st yeah. uh, at Bode. Um, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been... A f- I forgot about that. Yeah, one. it hasn't been formally announced. It is... Um, I think it's probably... So they've got a show this weekend, so you should go to that. And then I think uh, they've got the next one announced, and I think after that, they're finally going to announce the one I'm on. But you can go ahead and buy tickets. I found that out. So if you go to BodeComedy.com, B-O-D-E Comedy.com, you can buy tickets for all of the upcoming events. And I think the one this week is, it looks to be a, a real banger. And I think you should go to that one. Uh, talk to Jeff Greenspan, tell him how much that you came because I told you to, that's going to make me look good. It's going to make you uh, immediately friends with Jeff Greenspan. He's a nice guy. And uh, you know, it, you'll get to see a great show and then come again on October 1st when I will be there. I'm starting to put together the set. Now I don't know that it's going to be, as vile as my dark comedy set was. I don't know that I'm going to ever tell a lot of those jokes ever again, but I, I think I've got some good stuff in, in the, the oven right now. I think it's going to be a good time. I don't know how much time I'm doing, but I assume it'll be a fun, a fun event. He always gets good out of towners. He had Hans Kim recently. Yeah. From kill yeah. Tony. I did. I wanted to go so bad and I just, I, I felt like shit that night and didn't go. Uh, but I, I love Kill Tony. I, 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 I'm hooked on that. And, and uh, Hans Kim is a legend. Uh, Jeff Greenspan has earned my respect for, for getting him in town for sure. Yeah. And good on you. I'll toot your horn for a little bit here. Is uh, I heard on the dark comedy set, like, you were one of the few comedians that wrote new material for it. And it seems you're going into the Bode show with some of that same respect to the craft. And hats off to you, good sir. Well, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna guarantee a lot of new material. I'm gonna say very finely polished material. Well, so. yeah, and I and yeah, let me correct what I says. I wasn't saying new material, but at least you're I'm, spinning your wheels. You're not going up there just yeah, telling th- the I'm, same jokes. It's, yeah. it's it's a month away, literally a month from today, uh, as of recording this, and uh, I am already thinking about what jokes I'm gonna tell. So that's yeah, that's that means I'm taking it pretty seriously. Um, but like, yeah, I, I definitely, if you're paying, my attitude is this is a show you have to pay to get into. Mm-hmm. So I want you to get your money's worth. I don't want to, I don't want to come up and, and experiment and try new things that might not work. I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a, a, an all-star show. That's my attitude. Like if you're, if you, if you're paying money to see me, you need to leave believing that you spent your money. Well, I think that's a good attitude to have. 
Uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, like I said at the top, get on down to Riverside. Wine and Spirits. Merchants on Main. Brewchat.com slash store. You can help us pay some bills, buy some more beers. Uh, the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. And uh, speaking of networks, yeah, go check out the Brewchat website. We just launched the uh, Between the Brews podcast that's got couple ladies that work in the uh, Chattanooga beer industry hosting it. Talking about beer, talking about life, you know, all that sort of good stuff. Go check that out. And we've got other shows that are coming down the pipe. So, uh, yeah, we're cranking them out over here, people. And, uh, yeah, just to promote the other show, we've got a hookup on ExpressVPN here. It, uh, if you go to expressvpn.com slash trust, you can get a discount if you don't have a VPN. So, and, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do the whole ad on here because that's the other show. But, yeah, if you're not using a VPN, go fucking just Google why you should be using a VPN. Everyone should be using one. I, I've been using it, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And it lets you access different Netflix. So it, even if you're a fucking knuckle dragger, you've got Netflix. It lets you get different countries' Netflix. Disney Plus in other countries has R-rated movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. No, the, the the England's Disney Plus is better than US's Disney Plus. You huh. get get a VPN, guys. Get it, get get yeah. Express VPN from us because uh, it, a it makes again it makes us look good, and uh, you get a cool thing. Yeah, and you can get it cheaper than it normally costs. So I mean, I'm just saying, like I I got I got they hooked me up like to to be the the guy who's like, hey, what, what's your opinion of it so far? My opinion is I can't believe I waited this long to to get on that train. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. So uh yeah, that's expressvpn.com slash in chaos we trust. And while you're at it, go check out that podcast. I feel like we've been doing a pretty good job here recently. Uh other than that, yeah. I think that's all I got. Yeah. So yeah, we'll wrap it up there. We'll see you guys next week. As always, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you next time.